Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D collective. All of those who are inclined to be in mindful relationships, so you get to be your grown-up emotional version. And that means you handle any adaptive children with compassion, like those Zen masters. Not the adaptive child, which would be those non-disciples of the Zen master story. Thank you, said guru. So people who don't take their emotional body and mature it, they don't know that hurt people hurt people and can do the work. And so some, they can get good trauma therapists like Patrick Tiahan to move beyond childhood trauma, attachment wounds. Others, they actually have charged states and not necessarily the in-depth journey, if you will, to get to their wholeness. And I say, if you will, because to get to one's wholeness, the emotional body is how you get there. And as Patrick Tiahan points out, it's something the person needs to recognize. I can work on my own trauma. I didn't cause it, but I can work on it. And they will recognize it by wanting to build a relationship with their emotional body. And also they take into consideration wanting to build better, in-depth, rich emotions. Somehow there's also relationships in the equation. But, you know, some people, they're just motivated by being their own self, which is really great. Meaning when you can do it because you're like, you know what? I know I'm a human. I got emotions. I want to work on my emotional body. And you know what? I notice that I get triggered when this, this, this happens. So I notice that I get stressed here, 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 and here. I notice that my relationship to this situation is actually for me to be able to handle. So if you can do this, this is the part you're 5D inclined for sure. And you move out of 4D and or 3D and or any type of emotional low charge, meaning insecure, uh, so you learn how to process the emotions. Anyways, if people need therapists, they usually will go get one, and then once they're healed, like Patrick Tihan points out, they don't get pissy in their pants when they're around anyone, because they have regained their wholeness. They know they're worthy, like they all people are, just some people don't know this because they have a shame defectiveness, attachment wound, trauma, unresolved trauma stuff going on inside their body. Very serious, okay? So uh, if you believe in devils, demons, and spiritual warfare or anything about that sort, you're a 5D, no, you're a 4D. 5D don't do that. We're people with clairs because our brains are conduits because, you know, neuroscience exists. So get informed. And if you instead believe in other stuff, then there's other people out there for you to follow and to tune into. Okay, so for our being yourself story, this is where today we get to chit-chat about how a 5D person does know the right silence because there's a knowing that some of us can tend to our emotional body and those who can't, they could, but they choose not to for a variety of reasons. It's called people thinking that it's not our nature to be loving and that it's not our nature to know how to regulate our own emotions. They think that means control. So they don't actually know that. No, it doesn't mean you're controlling yourself. When you learn how to navigate your nervous system, you're learning how to build regulation skills for the emotional body. That is basically what comes up. So uh, individuals who have safety behaviors, trauma behaviors, again, whether with in-depth trauma that requires a therapist or with just a person who's like the movies, because there's that average day to day, the movies make you see just how many teenagers got going on. And those are all rigid 
adaptive children who weaponize quote-unquote words. They, they just use words and they come out of their mouth. They weaponize it because they think they're like going to shame you into doing something that they want you to do. Those are the codependent types. They're also insecure, which is, again, very intuitively uh, something we know. That's why we choose the right silence because we're like, what are you doing? You're not, you're in an upset state, which means you're speaking out of your ass right now. You're actually making a lot of statements that seem quite inaccurate to me. You keep pointing that finger around. Um, I'm going to say that I'm not the one who actually is responsible for your emotional body. You are because it's in your body. I can be around or not around. Um, I can try to navigate. I don't even know what, but I, I can try to make myself adaptable in, in a little bit of a ways, um, but I don't have anything to do with your emotional body. Your nervous system is running the show and that's your embodied brain, not mine. So I'm not going to beat myself up about you getting stressed or using your words in a way that makes no sense whatsoever to me right now. While you're stressed, I just know you're in a bad mood and your body is in a bad mood and you're in a bad human mood. Uh, no devil, no demon needed. You're just unresolved trauma, attachment wounds all over the place, and there you go. Just watch any movie again. That's what you see. So I do know they like the stories, the people who want to stay in storyland. For those of us who don't stay in storyland because we know data versus stories, we're like, hmm, okay, I, I'm not going to change myself from a Purusha Prakriti because somebody doesn't know how to be loving. They don't know how to be 5D. No, I'm, I'm just going to allow myself to learn how to navigate this territory. And the right silence seems to work really well because the two-year-old gets the floor and they get to keep getting the floor and, and eventually they just learn to leave me alone. Wow, you know what? I think I'm going to use silence more often. That way I can get out of this sooner than later and not use my time in whatever this energy is. Since it doesn't seem fun to be in it, that way they can get out of their little energy too. And so we can all get into a better mood. Okay, and so that is the part about why we're ourselves without doing oh let me tell you you're fucked up or something adaptive children like to be in these little types of let me prove to you that i'm right and you're wrong the teenagers who grew up to be emotionally mature 5d collective is here the enlightenment soul age group ones of you you know what i'm talking about we're like uh we do know we're imperfect and flawed we're okay with it called unconsciously loving yourself with flaws and imperfections, purusha, and then being your own energy body, prakriti, yeah, because my nervous system is in this body, so there you go. Claire's just making it that much more fun. No, yes. No and yes, meaning with 4D, no. With 5D, yes. No. If you need any guidance from 5D mystic on how to navigate your Claire's, please, please sign up. <laughs> please sign up for the paid subscription-based model content and send me your questions. I was thinking of the Eminem song. Please stand up. Please stand up. Will Mr. Slim Shady please stand up that song? So, okay. Um, on a serious note, when we do encounter people who are upset about aspects that they have to deal with, because, of course, all the drama, queens, kings, and every single one of those other soul age groups and people in other collective groups, they do do that. Um, we do give them the floor again, and that's about it. So whenever we're meeting, what I should specify, somebody who's not in their enlightenment soul age group and who is not a 5D mystic or functional adult, we'll, we're going to learn to shut up. 
The only time we're going to learn not to shut up is if they actually say, but I want to know your opinion. And then we're going to be like, are you sure? And then when they can prove it, because we have nice conversations, that's where we'll know, because we become best buds and friends and do intellectual exchanges and have fun together. So the Be Yourself story is when we meet children, we shut up and try to get out of those people who do the whole human suffering bit as soon as we can, because we're not therapists. The ones who are, they get paid for their sessions. Uh, when you're doing personal development, it's different because, again, you're doing a course or doing interactions or content. Like right now, right, we have content, the story. Let me <laughs> the story is that when we're interacting for social time, we don't want to be babysitting. In fact, here, let me share that one famous story that my lovely regular listeners have heard. I was at a pub. It's like a home to me. And I love this pub. Very nice to be there with all the lovely people. And I'm quite uh, good at noticing who is not uh, somebody that I want to engage with because they're not going to bring forth the actual adult, enjoyable conversation that I would want to have as an adult who enjoys life. I like to laugh about life. Even though some think that I'm too serious, it's a different story when it comes to how I talk about topics. But I like to smile a lot and I like to have fun because life's too short to be pouchy and grouchy and you know if I'm at a pub or a bar or wherever I'm out to have fun not to have a uh, uncomfortable situation time so some people instead they're okay with low vibrations low vibration there's a song another song um but yeah so I'm going to leave that one alone because you know enlightenment soul age people with 5D mystics are used to people saying life sucks and suffering and living in these low vibrations. But at least when we're out having fun, there's going to be some that are like having fun in a specific way and we get to share life and yada, yada, yada. So I'm out, I'm having fun. And unfortunately, there's a person who's not really in the best of shape and I don't interact with them much. I actually try to, with all of my diplomatic uh, small four foot nine body, there's a bigger man than I, I mean, anybody's bigger than me though, and he's got a heavy hand and he, he's slapping his hand on this wooden bar and I'm annoyed. It's really loud. I can tell he's pretty much not into himself, meaning a little tipsy. He's a, not a regular always, but I knew of him because I'd seen him two or three times. In fact, here's where some people have talked to him. I don't have interesting conversations with people who don't have the ability to be actually engaging with me in a way that means you're there. Like if you're not there, because obviously you're out of it, means that you're not going to be sharing life with me. So we like to share life. Substance is life. If a person's not there, they're not actually breathing consciously, if you will. They're breathing because their body, thank goodness, stays alive and they're there. But you know, for a person who's conscious, we're aware that they're not really with us. They're a regurgitation of something that we will hear. And so, yes, long story short, this man is banging his hand on this bench because he's upset and he is upset at his, I believe, students not listening to him. And so he's being loud because he doesn't get listened to. So what we have is a very sad story of somebody who doesn't feel listened to, who doesn't feel empowered and who's drunk and or whatever it is that they're not really, you know, but they're not too drunk to where one would say, okay, we need to send the person home. Okay. They're, they're totally standing up straight and all that stuff, which is why other people are like, no, it's a person there's there, they're there. 
5D person, mystic functional adult's going to know, no, they're not there, they're here, but they they really could be home sleeping and, and resting their body. It would probably be a lot better for their body that they'd be sleeping and resting so they could recuperate and rejuvenate and, you know, get better. But person is complaining about not being heard loudly, and I, at a certain point, turn around and say, some of us are trying to have a good time. Can you please stop? And they go on to do their little complaining. I said, I, I just am asking you, because then they slap their hand. I said, I asked you, please stop, because the noise is really loud and uncomfortable, and I'm trying to have a good time. And by the second time, they stopped, because that's what any person who is actually uh, not violent, and luckily for me, I noticed if a person would be, I would not even be talking to a person if I in any way, shape, or form felt that they were getting violent but I was with friends that I knew that could protect me if this person plus again this is a person they know so I wasn't in any physical danger but um long story short because it's a really boring story for me I ended up having to chit chat with this person later on because all the other people that were there find it interesting to have conversations with all people and even the ones who aren't really conversational type material at the moment because they're and so this person and I chit-chatted, but really what I considered that evening was me babysitting somebody, and I was just worried for their physical well-being, because at a certain point, I just saw them losing it, and I'm like, do you need to sit down? I think you, you need water. Here's water. So once they left, my entire crew of friends let me know on how I calmed that person down, and I was like, what? And then I remembered what I've learned about nervous systems and how we co-regulate, because we're mammals. And I'm a person who is able to sit in my ventral vagal state because that's what a 5D mystic functional adult does. This person didn't represent any physical threat. I was not alerted in my body. In my brain, I wasn't judging them because they're a person who's pretty much disconnected from life and has trouble. And I hope and wished that they would have people who would actually make them go to therapy and then wait till they got back, you know, like stuff like that. And that's what my brain was thinking. Like, where are your family members and why are they not making you... <laughs> But they're an adult, so they can't make them. In fact, this person had actually already been taken to emergency stuff, and yet they were back on their drinking and doing drugs. And I'm thinking, okay, you need the 12-step program lady and somebody who is committed, and but you need to be committed to your own health and your own well-being, which this person uh, did not and does not seem to be. In fact, the people they hang out with are the very same people that left them there after having what the guy says they made me do drugs they made me do coke and I'm thinking okay nobody forced you because there was no gun but obviously I'm understanding the words you're choosing to use because you're a person who's completely incapable of taking good care of yourself and apparently even though you're an adult male peer pressure is still something that seems to be affecting you if your two buddies made you do drugs um, you know, and there's a sad story for you. Even more sad, the fact that I had to spend two hours talking about shit. You know, it's not even weather talk because of my friends interacting with this person, but then this person wanting to interact with me and me needing to be a polite human being because I was taught how to be polite. And some people say, well, don't be polite. No, that would have not been nice. That would not be nice, and it's not actually something that is necessary. So here's the part of where being yourself 
is very easy. Being able to know we're part of a human species, being able to have compassion. The story is for this. I mean, the, the, these are all areas that adaptive children, they have their little rules and they get all rigid and pissy in their pants. For a person who's an adult, it's okay, the entire group, and I in fact told my friend, because see, my friend who was with me is the one who started to talk to this person. Said, see, you guys and gals and days, you always say I'm nice, I'm this. I would not have began engaging with this human being. You, on the other hand, look, you engaged with this human being, and then look what happened. I got to sit with this human being, and you went off and, you know, did your chit-chatting. So, long story short, um, all walks of life. And am I happy that I was able to soothe or calm a person? Yes, but did that achieve anything? No. No, because this person might have been calmed in their nervous system, great and dandy, they got home, they got sober, they got cleaned up, but at the end of the day, their life is still what it is unless they take their life seriously, which is I'm a person who needs to get good therapy. One, they definitely need good therapy. There's an unresolved trauma attachment wound, something serious for a person to say, my friends made me do drugs when you're 40 past however old they were, maybe even older than I am, when you're actually upset that your students aren't listening, you're also teachers, they teach science or math, something like that. And they're teaching, I think it's middle schoolers. And you're pent up, I'm not listened to, is your insecure self with this, I'm ashamed of me, I can't get even the kids to listen to me, and it's all in a very unnecessary way because you don't actually consider therapy an option i don't even know no they did go to therapy this is this is that journey that people when you do only holistic which is why any responsible holistic practitioner and i'm a reiki practitioner and i'm still working on getting also the mindfulness and the life coach certificates from that lovely institute in australia i think they're located but it's online i just forget their titles because i need to finish the courses first but the responsible holistic practitioner does not say to a person, I'm your one stop. No, I'm not your one stop. And if I notice that you get stressed and emotional and then you tell me stories and I figure out that you are using coping mechanisms as a responsible human being, I'm going to say, look, what we do together is something called personal development. What I notice is that there are aspects in your life that don't increase your energy levels or your mental happiness from all of my lovely trauma-informed and somatic-informed educational courses as somebody who supports people on their personal development. Let me inform you of what we're going to do next or what I would advise highly. And the reality is if you're even a person who cares which means you want to get results. So as a person who cares about helping those who want to be their self, to be yourself from your heart, which means an optimized human being brain, integration of the brain is your optimized human being brain, restored embodied self is your optimized human self. So I ain't doing the little let's flaunt our mantles around and do yoga. No, I'm doing let me teach you some brain stuff so that you can know about your brain, your mind and relationships and then let me talk to you about patterns and I don't give a shit if you don't like what you hear. I'll present it to you how I can. And then I'm going to say, we will not achieve anything successful here because you're not doing something else that is even more important than what we're doing together. Because that's what responsible any person on the face of this planet does. There's no need to shame a person. Shaming doesn't help a person who already is ashamed of themselves. This is the difference between a Zen master versus those who are not yet their own Zen masters. 
a Zen master is a human being who's a somatic empath, who has a prefrontal cortex that is activated, who does not weaponize their words because words are important. However, we also don't filter our words. So when somebody vilifies an unconditionally loving, emotionally mature human being because they don't actually appreciate compassion beyond a reason mirrors, we're not going to go and insult them and we're not going to vilify them. We're going to accept the vilification and make it very clear what we will want to if we want to make anything clear. Sometimes we don't make anything clear because we don't really want to make anything clear. Other times we will clarify and really it's just going to be, we have a subjective experience and it's called me being myself. You have a subjective experience, it's called you being yourself. And if we're so different that we cannot actually share joy together, we will most likely not be sharing joy together because true friendship, fuck you, fuck you. You're an idiot and a shit. No, you're an idiot and a shit. Yeah, you know what? We're both idiots and shits and then we can love and hug it out. That's it. That's what true friendship in any relationship is, and that's what a Zen master is, is a person who knows no human being is their greatest mistake, no devil, no demons, none of that. No, if there's anything, it's good mental health professional information that some people don't get because they don't believe in humanity, their own species. No, no, they believe in using words. And on that note, some people, the ones who do use the trauma-informed stuff, when they're weaponizing it, they're adaptive children who have not done their healing, they're projecting. And that's why they will use words, oh, narcissist, codependent. They will use it in a way of weaponizing, which is what's going to share with an adult the fact that we don't have an adult in front of us. What we have is a person who's unresolved in their own trauma journey and attachment wounds, not taking ownership of it, but just doing the little, instead of mantles of yoga, or they probably doing mantles of yoga plus mantles of the psych education. Oh, I see that actually, yes. Now that I think about it, there's a buttload of them and they have no idea that they're just mantles. But I and anybody who's an adult emotionally will know because they're not in favor of supporting the entire human race. No, no, they're not in favor of the entire globe. They have a very specialized area and you'll hear it once they say, that's the bad guy, gal, they, and I'm the good guy, gal, they. I'm the key and I'm going to save everyone and there's your codependent type right there. There's our lovely separation consciousness who thinks that only they can achieve something and they're being their unbridled offended self of whatever so there's your ego sensitive very straightforward and that's why whenever you see anybody doing the little point the finger shame blame fault or revenge it's an emotionally immature person it's low self-esteem they don't have healthy self-esteem because if they did, they'd know they're not superior or inferior. They'd also sit in the middle in their prefrontal cortex with their wise adult and their agenda would be, wow, I want to have a good conversation with everyone and I'm going to pay attention to my manners and to what I'm doing because my health is important, physical, mental, and emotional, and also other people. So I'm not going to yell. I don't need to be in my survival mode with my frontal lobes squish down uh, because there's no weapon here. I don't need to be in my survival mode. There's only people with different opinions. How wonderful we have adults. And so again, we don't need to be shaming, blaming, or doing any of that other stuff. But the people who do do, do that, they have different stories for you. So they will talk about their life and their stories and uh, they will have words and we will listen and give them the floor. And the right silence gets us out of the door sooner than later so that we can go and have fun with the grown-ups somewhere somewhere else. Uh, and that's our 5D collective. So we don't do the human suffering. We do the human emotions are awesome. And we go to the depths of our nervous system and learn how to use our prefrontal cortex. Those who have a challenge, we say, hey, I got a group for you. The name is Patrick Tiahan. He's a childhood trauma survivor and a therapist. And he has a group. 
and he supports and he's healed and he knows how to talk to you about it even better than I do and he's going to help you to get to that spot as well with your emotional body of course we all support each other so yes IHP content as well but like he's pointed out in some of his posts it's important to note that there is a journey for those who have childhood trauma and it's called codependent type therapist trauma therapist uh, somatic and trauma therapist it's people who know how to give you a lot more and really the person who would have it would know they need more because they do and would care a person who cares about being their self will care about their emotional body they're going to want to be able to feel those emotions so people who take their life seriously it's because they take being a human seriously and that's why they're not flaunting the psych education or the yoga mantles they're actually saying wow these are all awesome tools that help me to get to be a better person a version though of myself that is the best version that I can be which my origin all of our origins all of us human beings we all have the same mammalian heritage we all have the attachment system you all have the same brain and nervous system that I do but we all will have began the first seven months of our life differently and those three months in the womb make a difference too so we have transgenerational trauma we have the trauma from the households we have a lot of different areas that you want to understand are part of that equation and your first three years of life there's all implicit memory so it's very reactive so your your sensations and emotions are not yours until you the adult you makes contact with the inner world of you you don't have to call it a child but it's the sensations and emotions that come up and that's from the right brain mode and then with the left you don't do storytelling time you say, wait a minute, I'm a piece of purusha prakriti, I'm a piece of consciousness, pure consciousness, I'm unconscious love, and I have an energy body too, and I don't have a story about me, what I have is, let me think, my family of origin, what I, what I experienced, and, and this is where, so a person who has done therapy and other aspects, they will talk about post-traumatic growth, for example, the person who is not from that but is from the emotions are mine i share them that we don't talk about post-traumatic because we talk about the depths of krishna lila shiva and kali so our experience of our life is our emotional and mental experience and we're always in that oneness consciousness again it's not a race 4d people can move into 5d other soul age groups can move into enlightenment soul age group becoming the whole person you can be is your choice it's if you take seriously the mental health of yours with good therapists and or good knowingness you learn about it and the mental health is you learning how to use your left and right mode or what they are about and your nervous system and then understanding the embodied nervous system you're in a either restorative embodied self or not yet and then you want to understand about attachment and the attachment wounds and if you're you know again the person who needs some extra support and or if you're able to get yourself to the energy you want to live every day so if you know every day i want to be on a high you're going to get there because you're choosing it if you say no but human suffering is the way then you're choosing that and so here's where people who move out of their um, disconnect it's only once you have a good relationship with your emotional body that you're like wow this is so cool to be me because you know how to be yourself with your emotions because you have returned to wholeness that's how they pose it when people heal, like Patrick Tian, I return to my wholeness. They know that they were never a piece of shit or not a person. They know about what it means to heal from childhood trauma and attachment wounds that make you feel like you're not deserving and that you're no one and that you're disconnected and stuff like that. So the people who return to wholeness, these are those 
individuals who appreciate all of the tools that help them to know how beautiful they are because they're pieces of Purusha Prakriti like every one of us. We're all unconsciously loving if we can get here together, humanity. And I know we can and we will. And there's our 5D collective. So being yourself stories for the 5D is always going to be about compassion and love. And then for those who move into 5D from their childhood trauma and attachment wounds, they will choose their words. So as I said, some will talk about post-traumatic growth and they will talk about how nice it is to be whole and their emotions. And they have different ways that they will talk about shame and or blame and or, you know, fault and guilt. But there's all these other ways that they have from their past experience, but because they're whole, it's with a tone of, wow, life, getting here, it, you know, at least I got here now, and now I can share with others how to get here sooner than later. So they will say, I want to help somebody not to do human suffering, because I know they don't have to. People who heal, they're going to say no to let me count the scars on your skin and let me talk about suffering in a way of uh, the, it's the energy behind it. The energy with those who are not healed is not one that carries with it wholeness because they're not yet oneness consciousness. People who are whole, they uplift you. That's why they know how to be their Zen master because they're whole. So they will do mind, body, wholeness, and they uplift you with their words, they just use different words, but their energy is going to be uplifting. You'll always notice it. It's the energy behind what's spoken. It's not the words. And smart people, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable, who have integrated brains, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable, restored, embodied selves, they will all know the difference between those who are uplifting and healed and whole because we recognize each other. And we also recognize those who are disconnected, so those who are not yet whole and who navigate beneath the neutrality belt of equanimity. So they vibe from 3D, 4D land, and that's it. And that's shame, blame, guilt, fault, anger, courage, pride. They have ego involved in a low vibration because their three-year-old hasn't actually met their adults yet, so they can't be the joyous three-year-olds. So long story short, being yourself is the three-year-old with Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali. It's compassion, self, compassion, and compassion for all. It's a beautiful place to be. And it's actually your insula lights up, your amygdala, your temporal junction, and your prefrontal cortex. And then you're able to be present, as Daniel Siegel points out, in a room with the bottom and the top. Nothing's there. You're just participating. And if you have reactions, of course, you know that. We all can have triggers. We identify them and we work with them. And that's why we experience our relationships minus the drama, but we don't do the filtering. We do direct communication. So that's where we stand. We don't hide our feelings. We tell it how it is, but we stick to the facts, not the stories. And we share about our subjective experiences too. So I hope you enjoyed. Have a wonderful day.